0: Ephesians uh, chapter 3, verses 14 to 21. It's on page 828 for those that are looking at the Pew Bible. A prayer for the Ephesians. For this reason, I kneel before the Father from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Thank you.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that big enough font? Right. Uh, we've, we've gone to a twenty-eight point font so people in the back can read a little bit better, and hopefully you can. It's a great passage, isn't it, Ephesians four? Uh, and it's a passage that does talk about being saturated. Doesn't work use that term specifically, but you'll see how that comes out as we go through. Uh, when you think of the word, the term saturate, uh, there's a whole lot of things that come to your mind, aren't they? So I had to look up in the dictionary to see what a definition of saturate was. And uh, the one that I looked up came up with eight options for saturate. Uh, so firstly, it had uh, to cause a substance to unite with the greatest possible amount of another substance through solution, chemical combination, or the like. Number two, to soak, impregnate, or imbue thoroughly or completely, to saturate a sponge with water. That's where I might have got the children's talk from. Uh, a town saturated with charm. Uh, to destroy a target completely with bombs and missiles, to send as many planes over a target area, the defensive electronic tracking equipment becomes ineffective, to furnish a market with goods to its full purchasing capacity, to charge to the utmost as with magnetism. Well, I decided that I think probably the first four are okay for us, but I'm not sure that we're going to saturate with bombing around the place. Uh, But you could think about the first four, couldn't you, as what we're on about. As we're to saturate this world and this our lives and our community with Jesus, we are wanting to combine or cause a substance to unite with the greatest possible amount of another substance. We want Jesus to combine with us, don't we? To be within us, to be the fullness within us, Uh, to soak, to impregnate, to imbue thoroughly or completely. We want Jesus to be within us and saturating every part of us to saturate a sponge with water so that we actually ring Jesus uh, to be a town saturated with not just charm, but Jesus. The first four could be us, couldn't it? There are the things that we want to be the case for us this year as we think about what it is to be saturated with Jesus, to saturate our lives with Jesus, to saturate our community with Jesus. Uh, as a number of you know that a few of us went over to Vanuatu uh, at the, in May last year and the exciting thing is we pray that a number of them are going to come and visit us in May this year and be part of us for a week. Uh, but when we're over there, those who can remember, uh, those who were there will remember well, it was wet. It rained and it rained and it rained and then it kept raining. It just rained the whole time and we got really wet. Now, to be prepared to go over, before I went over, I decided, well, I may not look like a builder, but I should at least dress like one. So I thought, well, I'll buy myself a pair of Blunston boots so that they would be ready to go. And you say, why did you buy Blunston? They're not owned by Australians. Well, actually, they're in Tasmania, and they are we're a Tasmanian firm, so they're good to buy. So I bought my Blunston boots to look like I was a builder. Well, as I said before, it rained and it rained and it rained and on the very first day, by the end of the day, I thought my Blunstons were supposed to be waterproof. That was not true. By the end of the day, my feet were fishing around in water the whole time. When I took my Blunston boots off, I could almost literally wring them out My socks were saturated. My feet looked like dried prunes, really big dried prunes. They looked terrible. Absolutely, completely drenched. Every part of us, not just me, but all the guys were completely drenched with water. Well, that's what we want to happen to us this year with Jesus. To be saturated, our lives and our community. With Jesus. We want to be completely ringing with Him in every way, in every possible circumstances, 24 7, in everything that we do, that if you touched us, we would ooze Jesus in a sense. When we're at work, when we're down the street, when we're bowling, when we're out talking to our neighbours next door when we're out walking the dog, when we're out playing sport, when we're out doing whatever we're doing, that we are so saturated with Jesus that it is evident that that's the case. In how we live and how we work and how we play and how we do things, that that then saturates the community around us. Uh, If you haven't looked at that passage in Ephesians there, uh, verses 14 onwards, there are words that Paul uses through that gives us that type of picture, doesn't it? Uh, look at that. He says uh, when he prays to God, and we always got to remember this is first and foremost empowered by Him. None of what we even think or plan or put together—great little slogans, great little pictures, great little plans—will come, will do anything unless we bring it to God first, and it's Him who empowers this and him that allows this to happen. That's what Paul says, doesn't he? Paul in Ephesians? He says he prays to God, my family, heaven and earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches that all these things will happen. It's from him, it's from god's from God's hand that all this comes to us. And look at what he is, that he may strengthen you with power in your inner being, that he may dwell in your hearts that being rooted and established in heaven, you may have power. And when you get to the end of the verse, it says that you may have the fullness of God within you. That is to be saturated with Him. The fullness of Jesus within us, coming out of us in every way, in every possible way. It's sense of us having that experience of Jesus every day in every moment of our lives that it impacts everything that we do, that he impacts everything that we do. Having that all the time, our whole lives saturated with him. And the way that we do that, isn't it, is that he prays out of his glorious riches and his glorious riches are first and foremost Jesus and then what he gives us out of that is his word, isn't it? He gives us his word to show us what Jesus is like, to show us what God is like. And for us to be saturated with Jesus, we need to be saturated with His Word. That His Word becomes the most important part in a sense of what we do daily. That we get into that, and as we're into that, He will saturate us from the inside out. Because the power, His Spirit, the Spirit's role within us is to change us to be more like Jesus, is to enlighten and to highlight His Word to us so that we change to become more like Jesus through His Word. We are to saturate our lives with His Word. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I gave you a bit of an idea, isn't it, Uh, that that's the case and how we can do that. Uh, The idea here is that in every day, we are to have an encounter with Jesus and His love through His Word and through our deeds, empowered by His Spirit. Let me say that again. The idea here is that every day we are to have an encounter with Jesus and his love through his word and through our deeds empowered by his spirit. And we need to get into his word, guys, first and foremost, for that to be the case. Uh, I don't know about you, but uh, often I notice that when uh, we become Christians, or when new people become Christians, they get really excited, don't they? And we get really excited and we get out there and we do it, we get onto it and then over time we suddenly get a little bit black, so a little bit more comfortable, a little bit drawn back or we get burnt out or we, get, or we pull back and we get out of the system and in a sense, it's almost like we were in the game and now we're actually on the bleachers looking at the game. You see, God wants us in the game. He just doesn't want us watching the game. He wants us in the game, part of the game. That's his game. He wants us to be part of that, involved in that. And he wants that in that game together. I played uh, a lot of sport when I was younger, and I particularly played hockey. That was my main sport. And I played in a lot of grand finals. Uh, and they were fantastic, and we won a lot of grand finals. Now, I've watched a lot of grand finals since then, and I've even watched Hawthorne win three in a row. And I get pretty excited. But can I tell you that none of that compares to being in the game and winning the grand final? Actually playing the game. Watching it, yeah, you like it. But when you're in it, it's so much more exciting. It blows your mind when you're there and you're getting get into it. You get out of it, you're pumped, you're really pumped. You see, God wants us in the game together. He wants us doing this together. Not just by ourselves, but with others around us. He wants us in the game together so that we can saturate our lives and saturate our community with Jesus. Uh, What I want to encourage you personally to start with, but then corporately as well, is to do this with your daily Bible reading. I want to encourage not to have excuses to not read your Bibles daily. If we're going to be saturated with Jesus and we're going to saturate our community with Jesus, then we need to be in His Word. And I gave this to you as an example a couple of weeks ago. How many of you have done it every day since then? Oh, good on you, Lynn. I haven't, but I've done it quite a few times but I want to encourage you to do it to do this, don't just think if we think we're going to be in the game if we think we want to be on fire for Jesus if we want to be saturated with Jesus then don't just think it's going to be happening by just floating by just thinking oh, you know if I just walk down the street I think it's going to happen if I just go and do everything I've always done the way I've always done just think it's going to happen. no, 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 God has given us his word to give us that impetus to get out there and do it So can I encourage you to do this? Take this up. It's very simple. I called it five words, but uh, faith encouraged me that it's actually seven. Uh, But look at it. It's uh, ask. Before you pray, before you get up in the morning, whenever it is, ask God to reveal to you what he wants to reveal to you out of his word. Ask him. Pray to him. Out of his glorious riches will he fill you with this. So you can understand the scriptures. Read the Bible. Now I'd really encourage you not just to open up the Bible and go poof and pick a verse. I'd encourage you to actually start in a book of the Bible and read through that book. Because as you read through the book then you're going to get context. and you get understanding how it fits together. Then you're going to see how God is working through this as he does this, as he writes this to the people he's writing to start pick a book of the Bible, pick Ephesians, a great book of the Bible. Read four or five verses and ask God to do that. Pray that he he'll, re- he'll reveal that to you. Read it and then sit and meditate and listen. Listen to what God is saying through his word to you. because you have the spirit inside you when you trust and believe in Jesus, the spirit is in there and the spirit will draw out what he wants you to see in the scriptures. Ask Him to do that. Sit and listen to Him. Give yourself a chance to do that. Put your phones aside. Shut down your computers. Put it aside. Don't let instant messaging come across. Don't let alerts come up. Turn it on silent so you can't get a beep. And be quiet and listen. And then as you listen, as you pray that through with God, what he's revealed to you and what he wants you to obey out of it and do it. How often have you read the Bible and thought, yeah, that's a good thing to do and then has gone off and done whatever you wanted to do. You know, God is amazing. His word is powerful and his spirit is within us and he might be revealing something specifically that he wants you to do today, that he wants you to put into practice today something in your life at that time that he wants you to say, this is what God desires for you in this. And then pass it on. Don't hold it to yourself. God's revealed something great to you. Don't think it may not be just for you. It might be for a whole lot of people. You might be able to just explain that and, and tell that to someone and that might be the one thing God wants them to hear today. How he's encouraged you within that. Let me encourage you to do that. Do it daily if you can. Maybe not seven days a week. Go for five at least. Like I said before. Because we're also not just doing this individually, but we're actually doing it together. minister in verse 18. May have the power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and how high and how deep is the love of Christ. together, We're to do that because we're to be in the game together because God first loved us. Remember that from last week? God first loved us so that we are able to love others. We need to be with Him first and then we need together experience that love and then share that love together. And we can only do that because God first loved us. It's not out of our own strength. It's not out of our own great love. It's out of God's love within us that we're able to love others. As I said before, we're in the game together. Now, when I won those grand finals, I didn't win it by myself. I might have liked to have thought that. I might have liked to do a big run down the middle of the field and knock the ball in the back of the net, Uh, but I didn't do that. And I couldn't do that. I needed a team around me who together, we worked together and we worked and we got it and we won together and we celebrated together and we got excited together and that motivated us together. You see, we are in the game together, guys. We're not lone rangers out there by ourselves wanting to be saturated by Jesus and saturate the community with Jesus. We are in it together to be saturated by Jesus, to saturate the community together with Jesus. You see, God's great mission plan for this world, to saturate this world with Jesus, is us. Look at verse 21. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. The church are God's people. It's not the building, it's not this place we're sitting in, it's you, it's us, it's the people. God's glory is seen in his people and if his glory is to be shown throughout the whole of the world then it is going to be by us or lots of other Christians who are out there as well doing it but for us in our community God's mission for this community is us. It's people's lives saturated with Jesus going into the community and saturating our community with Jesus. It's us together throughout all generations. That was the plan God had from the beginning. It's not just something that you and I have worked out or something that we've had here together, but God's had this plan from the beginning. That's how God's glory is going to be seen. You know, sometimes I think when we look out there and we think the best way we see God's glory is when we look at creation. And it is stunning, isn't it? You know, some even the storms the other night, they were phenomenal, weren't they? The whole air and the whole, uh, I don't know what that was, the ambience is that like the colour in Evan's head on Friday night went green. Just impacted the whole lot of it and you just went, wow. It is amazing, you know. But that's not where God's glory is most seen. It says the heavens declare the glory of God, yes. But where the glory of God is seen across generations is through His church, through His people who are saturated with Jesus and living that out in the communities around them. Have you ever thought that? That's how God operates, through His people who are saturated with Jesus. People saturated with Jesus saturating our community with Jesus. If we want to see God's glory known in this town, in this community, then it's going to be through us. That's amazing, isn't it? That God actually allows us, brings us onto the team, that's his team, to show his glory. I mean, his glory is far greater than you and I, but he actually brings us onto his team to demonstrate that. That's crazy, isn't it? Why on earth would he do that with us? Because we're not good at it, are we? Really, we're not great at it sometimes. And I think in my life, I think, mate, you've got to got to be better ways, God, to show your glory than me. But that's how He chooses to do it: through people who are empowered and saturated by Jesus, whose Spirit is working within us, who the fullness of God is coming out of to be His glory in the world. Habakkuk 2.14 says, For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And that's not by looking at creation. Romans 1 says that the world can see how great God is through creation, but the world truly know who God is through Jesus. And how do they know who Jesus is now? Through us. as we draw them back to Jesus, as we're saturated with Jesus, as we point them to Jesus, as we bring them to Jesus, as we show them Jesus in how we live and how we speak and how we do things and as we draw them back to his word where we really truly see Jesus clearly. God's mission plan for this community to come to know Jesus is us. That's you and I, guys. That's how He's going to do it. As we get out there living for Jesus. It's a great old film, isn't it? The, uh, if it wants to go. Blues Brothers, is it? It's a classic movie. Those who are under 18 probably have no idea about it. But uh, we're on a mission from God. It is a funny movie. And they're on a mission from God's not what we think is a mission from God. But it's a good call, isn't it? We're on a mission from God. Uh, Gordon Spencer, he's not even David, He actually did a T-shirt for us a few years ago. And we actually had that picture of the Blues Brothers on the back and that we're on a mission for God. We're on a mission for Jesus. That's us, guys. We're on a mission for him. And our mission for him in 2016 is for us to saturate our lives with Jesus and saturate our our community with Jesus. That's what God wants us on his mission, on his team, on his game plan as we seek to take that out to the world. Saturating our own lives with Jesus and saturating our community with Jesus. It's exciting, guys. I hope you get excited about it. It's really exciting when you're on a team doing things together. It's really exciting when you're on a team together out there playing the game together. It's not as exciting when you're just sitting watching it. It's not as exciting when you're in the bleachers. Yeah, you can throw the pom-poms up. Okay. But when we're in the game together, it's so much better. Now, there's all parts of the team, isn't there? There may be the water boy. You may be the person who's at home praying your complete self out for what's going on. You may not be able to run around in the streets, but you can be home praying. You're the water boy. You're sustaining us from the side. You might be part of the tacticians on the side, writing out how things are going, having vision, thinking about it from that way. Or you may be one of the people on the ground actually in the game, and we need people of all shapes and sizes to do that. You don't just have to be athletic. You just have to love Jesus. And then we're on the team together. On about God's mission. To see his glory spread across the world, across the seas as the water covers that. That is to saturate the world with his glory. And we saturate the world with his glory when we're saturated with Jesus. And as we're saturated with Jesus, then we saturate our community. And when that happens, God's glory is seen. That's us for 2016, guys. I hope you're in it with me. I want to be in a team with you. I want to be partnering with you as we together partner in God's mission, saturating our lives and our community with Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we take a moment to pause and to reflect on what we've just read and what we've just heard and what you've just placed on our hearts, Lord. Lord, we pray that by your Spirit that, Lord, you will incite us, ignite us, set a fire within us, Lord, uh, that just bursts forth into the world around us that Lord we our desire our heart's desire will be to be saturated with Jesus that Lord we won't let anything get in the way of that, that we won't let barriers we won't let uh, circumstances or situations, we won't let uh, this world around us be stop us or be a barrier to us being saturated by Jesus Lord Lord, remove all that. Lord, help us to delve into you. Help us to get into your word. Help us to ask and pray for you to reveal yourself to us through your word, Lord, for how you want us to live a saturated life for Jesus, Lord. Help us to delve into each other's lives together, Lord, that we may encourage each other to be saturated. And Lord, as we're saturated, as we go out to live that amongst the community, Lord, that as we live for Jesus, our lives are saturated with Jesus, that our community will be saturated with Jesus. And when that happens, Lord, your glory will be seen and people will come to know you and love you. And Lord, this building, no building in this town will be big enough to contain the people who want to know you and love you, Lord. Heavenly Father, We commit it to you. It's only out of your glorious riches, Lord, that any of this is possible. And so, Lord, we come in total dependence upon you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.